it's shiny, it's awesome, it's cool, it's a piece it's of hardware that I can give my baby boy. Because I didn't eat anything. You know, absolutely. Hold on, I'm talking, brother. 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 Hello. And welcome back to Hold On, I'm Talking Brother. My name is Joe Greenwood and you are listening to our UFC 272 review. Covington versus Masvidal. And Tom Ballam, how are you today? I'm good enough to be back, Joe. Uh, yeah. The COVID didn't get you. It has not beaten me yet. You know, I'm fighting, I'm wriggling. The referees haven't called it off. You could call me Hanato <laughs> Maikano. Damn, son. Wow, that tough. I came well, out, it's if, the fifth round, and I'm swinging, Joe. <laughs> well, if you were Hanato Moikano, I would have been pulling the plug on you. Uh, let's, uh, let's get... Should we go straight into this, Tom? Or is there anything that you really want to say about this card before we dive into it? Like, I think my expectations for this card before going into it last week, I was a bit cold, a bit whatever about it. Uh, I don't know about you, but where did this card meet your expectations? Um, yeah, we did, although we weren't able to record on air for the listeners, we did still share some some feelings about the card. You said that you felt it was a bit of a fight night card. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I still actually, I do feel like it played out a little bit like that. Overall, it, it, it wasn't like really up there. It's certainly not going to live that long in the memory for me. Mm. Um, it was a very good fight night card, though, if, it, if, it, if that's what it was. So. Yeah, I, d- I, d- I don't know how anyone in America can justify spending $70 on this. That is outrageous. A, that is outrageous. Don't and I know that Dana, Dana White has said that he do, he kind of doesn't agree with that either, but it's not within his control, funny enough. Um, so he can play that sort of card. But anyway, we will uh, get to that maybe another time. Maybe let's now. talk about the fights, Joe. Bro, let's talk about these fights. Should we? Let's go straight into it. Let's get to the good shit. Hanato Moy can't no. I'm, uh, Covington versus Masvidal. Uh, Colby Covington wins by unanimous decision. A pick both me and you made. By the way, let's just get this out of the way. Me and you smashed the fucking predictions this week. Jesus Christ! First off, you got every single fight correct. Not every method correct. No. But every single fight correct. And I was I my only mishap was Edson Barbosa not realizing how washed washed he is. Yeah, that was. We'll get to that. 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 But let's talk about Covington versus Masvidal. Colby Covington wins by unanimous decision. Uh, Tom, how did you score this fight? What rounds did you give to Covington and what rounds did you give to Masvidal, if any? Um, I gave... I didn't score any 10-8s. I was iffy on a ten eight. I would. I was. I wasn't too sure on a ten eight. Okay. I, I didn't think there was. He landed enough damage in any of the rounds, despite the commentary. Um, yeah. For for a ten eight, and I did give the second round to to Masvidal. So for me, it was a forty nine forty six for for Colby. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Um, I gave it uh, round one Covington. Round two, Masvidal. Round three, Covington. That was my questionable 10-8. I felt that maybe the ground of hand wasn't fresh enough. Round four, I gave to Masvidal uh, due to the knockdown. I felt like... And then the fact that Covington's takedowns were pretty ineffective in the fourth. And then the fifth round to Covington, which again could have been a potential 10-8. But again, 
the, they were soft 10-8s. Do you know what I mean? There, there's a 10-8, and that's a Yoel Romero, Robert Whittaker 10-8. And then, then there are these 10-8s where you're a bit like, man, not for me. So, yeah, 48-47 for me on the cards. But a convincing 48-47 for me. Wow. And I think... I, 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 I know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm being probably being a bit kind, but... I think Jorge Masvidal's number one fan right here. That is generous to say that he came out of that fight with a 48-47. I wasn't sure about the second. Um, really? Well, I mean, not 100%. Okay, Let, let's let's not talk about Jorge first. Let's talk about Covington. Let's talk about our perception of Colby Covington after this main event. How? Whoa! What's this face that you're pulling in, Tom? What What do you think of Colby, Colby Covington? Well, I just I, I like unchanged. I, I think this was the, the yeah the most expected outcome to me. To me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, co- yeah, go on. No, I was going to say. Well, I mean, do you want to? Should we break down the fight first, Joe, or you want to talk about let's, where let's, these guys are at? Let's go round by round first off. So let's talk about round one. Um, round one actually was kind of a bit controversial in the end. Uh, with the eye poke, which led to the takedown. So now what happened was Covington eye poked Masvidal. Referee didn't stop it. And Covington clinched him against the fence and got the takedown, which then he generated the control with for that round. Masvidal was doing the typical thing of complaining to the referee of which a lot of fighters would have got the break on that and got the time to pause from the eye poke, but that didn't happen this time. Now, yeah, now, now oh, actually, oh, actually uh, yeah, sorry, Joe, uh, but Jorge, he, he was saying that he's got a bit of previous with, with Herb in this regard. In his, uh, really? Po- yeah, yeah, in his post-fight um, press conference, he was saying that he's had problems with Herb here before and he, and he doesn't really hold much regard for him as a referee. And I, wow. and I wondered, I, like at the time, I was like, eh, it's, it's cold. Like you, got, you know, you kind of play to the whistle. Uh, yeah, was drilled into us, right? But uh, in hindsight, it was actually an egregious eye poke. Masvidal actually lost position because of it, and yeah. it, it actually affected the fight. So um, off, you know, off the back of that eye poke, Colby, yeah, took him down and, and was able to. To do well, not much damage, but you know, wear him down and and blunt um, blunt Masvidal. Because I think going into this fight, everyone could probably see that round one would have been Masvidal's best round. That would have been, you know, when he would his strikes would probably be the most crisp and have them carry the most power. And Covington was able to ride that round out because of that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, go on. Does it does it does it make the win a little bit dodgy for you now, or does it make just it's just it's it would have gone this way anyway it's not significant enough for that for me and uh but it it does deserve a small a small mention masvidal in the end in his post-fight uh press conference he 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 gave it more than a couple of mentions well not to the point like oh i would have won like masvidal he was very gracious in defeat uh definitely a credit to the sport uh in that Mm. tonight um but it it's worth mentioning i mean first round uh, definitely sapped Jorge, and he looked flat later in the fight, which which we'll get to. Anything else yeah. in that f- first round you'd want to? I really, or? and this is something that we'll talk about with the Bryce Mitchell Barbosa fight. But something that Covington did really well throughout this fight was position, position in the ground game. That was oh. the thing that he prioritised the most. It was it was really well done using the sub attacks, using that sort of fulcrum sort of choke. 
sort of neck crank thing that uh, Khabib did to make sure that you're not moving in a direction that you want to, that you're defending that, and then he can sweep your hands away and keep you down this way. It was a really solid performance from Covington uh, in this round, uh, and I thought it was a clear win for him in that round. Clear, clear win for Covington, but at the same time, I mean, Jorge definitely didn't make me feel like, oh, he's got no chance here. You know, he no, I mean, it, it wasn't, sure. uh, spoiler, Bryce Mitchell versus Edson Barbosa. It, like, mm. uh, Masvidal was defending intelligently, and he was mm. able to spring back up, uh, having been taken down off the back yes. of that eye poke. And the fight was still very much live going into round two. Yeah. Which is the round that I gave to Masvidal, although Masvidal did something insane in this round where Covington was on the ground and he engaged with him on the ground. After, after why, knocking him Why down. did he do that? I couldn't why believe did he it. Do it? Yeah. I, I have it, in big letters here, cannot believe that Mas followed him down to the mat after knocking him down. Yeah, my note is silly of Mas to engage on the ground. Um, he he got think, away with it, though. Got away he with did it. get away with it, but would you... I mean, you don't want to be getting away with something when you're in a dominant position like that. You want to be taking advantage of it which is something he wasn't able to do in the fourth, which is when he rocked Covington. Um, well, anyway, in this round, he, he outlanded Covington. And um, he was actually ahead on significant strikes, even though he spent mm. that time on the mat in the first, I think by the end of the second. So one round apiece. It was it was a good contest at that point. Yeah, Masvidal had Masvidal's so much better on the feet. I think we, everyone knew that going into it. Covington was kind of in a bit of a straight line. And also, early in the fight, in the first two rounds, uh, Masvidal was using these sort of swiping leg kicks of just taking both legs out that just sort of yeah. went away later on in the fight. Maybe because he prioritised other things over the leg kicks, which is well, maybe not, a bit disappointing. Not not getting taken down off the back of them, I think. <laughs> not, yeah, and then later on in the fight, he went for these the sort of teep kicks, the sort of like, you know, the front kicks to the knees, which were just never, never close to landing, really. Um... um I mean, really, yeah, cool. that from here, we uh, for me, I mean, c- correct me if there's something you'd like to bring up, but I think the three next three rounds can be can be um, described just as an absolute uh, masterclass in pressure wrestling from he, from Colby. He, he big brothered him. He, he, he big, big brothered him, him, and and Masvidal absolutely succumbed to it. Um, yeah, now, uh, that, that, I don't think we need to break each round down like the, like we did the first two, to be honest. But go on. Well, no, I mean, the, the the conclusion through those three rounds to me was that, you know, Masvidal is about to turn 38. And I, and, it, and you could see it. He's, o- he's, he's over the hill, Joe. He, 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 he's, a little bit, he's a little bit over the hill. I don't think know, he's over the hill. He's not over the hill. He's just... No, he's, he's not at the peak of the sport. He shouldn't be fighting Colby Covington. I think Masvidal... I think Masvidal, with the skills he has now... Um, but five years younger, five years better shape, you know, better stamina. I, I think he. I think he actually. This is a really close fight, for sure. I, you say this about Masvidal, so then I want to bring this back on to Covington. Is there anything about Colby Covington's recent run in the UFC that makes you think that he's actually an elite fighter? Because now when I look at it. I'm not convinced. I oh. I was not convinced by this fight. I wasn't convinced of, by of this him as a fighter. And here is my main issue: is that when cardio is one of your main two weapons, I don't find you that interesting of a fighter. Like literally, the fact that you're just going to be there in the fifth round is not that interesting for me. 
Colby Covington, here are his wins in the UFC uh, since 2017. Had a win over Dun Kyung Kim, Damian Meyer, Rafael Dos Anjos, Robbie Lawler, Tyron Woodley, Jorge Masvidal. How many of those fighters would you say was, quote, not slightly over the hill or washed? Well, I and, mean, uh, go on. Go on. RDA. No, no. RDA. One. Yeah. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. He, Colby Covington, for me, has still not beaten a top 10 fighter. And I know Masvidal's ranked sixth, but Masvidal is. All right. As we said, after watching this fight now, if you saw Vincente Luque versus Jorge Masvidal, who wins that fight? Ah, oh, Luque. Luque all day long. I just, I'm, I'm just a little bit. I think Covington, as a fighter, is only interesting when he faces Kamaru Usman currently. And if Colby Covington was fighting in my back garden, I'd close the curtains. All right, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry, not that interested. I, I, I got to, I got to stop you. I'm, I'm, we're not on the same page, though. We're not on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're provoking me here. Uh, no, the, Colby is to me. Yes, he's absolutely at the elite of the sport. That's um, was my fight. My my preview kind of going into the second husband fight. Well, I think we had the same conversation where it's like, well, who, who's Colby actually beat in hindsight? You know, these these wins don't look so good. I think it's the same for uh, for Leon Edwards, for example, um, where it's like, you know, somehow they've not really been matched up with the elite is- of the division, and they've been beating people who are actually in hindsight on the other side. Which is the frustration of welterweight is that at the very top you got a great fighter. And then you've got a bunch of guys underneath who won't fight each other. And then you've got some cool, fun prospects who can't get matched up with the top guys because they're not wanting to face anyone. So, for example, Vincente Luque is facing Bilal Mohammed next. Yeah. Which is a fight that's already happened, if I remember correctly. They've already faced each other, I believe. Right. Is that, is that right? I think that's correct. Uh, if, you, if you wouldn't mind uh, just uh, researching that for me. <laughs> You know, you've got Savkat Rachmanov. You know, you've got Hamzat Chimaev. I, you know, you've got these exciting guys on the come-up who are definite contenders. And then you've got these other guys at the top that are just sitting there waiting to get their title shot based off of beating Donald Cerrone. You know, based off of beating Tyron Woodley. Well, Robbie Lawler. Gilbert Burns is signed to fight Hamzat. So I think we are, you know, now I think we're hopefully through this era of Masvidal and uh, Usman and you know, like I said, like at the time, perhaps some of these fights made sense, but like it's one of those where you step back, and you say, "Well, we've lost a few good years, really, in the division where it's been, yeah, a bit for sure a bit, um, stagnant." Mm-hmm. But uh, what Colby said in the post-fight was uh, he wasn't happy with his performance. He said that really? actually the emotions did get the best of him. Wow, um, that's that was his feeling. Was and there any um, was there any hint of them squashing the beef? No, no hint from either side. No. Wow. None at all. Um, I like that. But Colby I came out, he was, he was quite combative, as you might expect. He was kind of, yeah, he wasn't refusing to answer questions from certain journalists out there who had written pieces on him. Um, he's so sensitive, isn't he? He's a it's strange, strange individual. Almost like he's almost Trumpian in a way. Oh, yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> he wants Poirier next. What do you think? Terrible. Don't want it. Don't care. Mm. What do you, I mean? He's he's calling out a lightweight. Like, what the fuck is that? 
Like, yeah. You should be calling it. You should be saying like, "I want Usman or I want the winner of Burns Chimaev." If you say that, want, then I respect you. I don't want to hear him say it talking about Usman's name. I, I really, I, I don't. He's got like you're saying yourself. He's got to win some fights. He's got to win. He's got to beat yeah, some but, of these but, top contenders out there. Yeah, but even if he's calling out Usman, he's calling out a guy in his division who is the champ. Like it's yeah. a goal that he's achieving to where it's just like, okay, let's say he doesn't get Usman and he gets Michael Chiesa or Brady or whoever, and he beats them, and then he faces Gilbert Burns. You know, and then he faces, you know, uh, Leon Edwards. And then it's like, I want Usman. Assuming Usman's still the champ. Then I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, this is... He needs to be Robert Whittaker. Robert Whittaker's saying, I want Vittori. He's saying, I'll face Vittori in June. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that is... To start the game. Well, come on. You can't... He's never going to hold a candle to Senor Bobby Knuckles. Uh, I love I love Robert Whittaker so much. <laughs> I just love that dude so much. Colby Covington is not um, that man. Who who who's next for him then? Is it going to be? Is if it's not going to be Poirier, you're looking at you are looking at the likes of Sean Brady or I or you mentioned Bilal and, and and Luke. You mentioned that fight happening. Perhaps the winner of them. I I would like to see Luke Covington quite a bit. I would like the winner or maybe even the loser of Burns Chimaev as well and i don't know man I, th- I think covington he's he's a good fighter he's got he's he's very limited with his tools this is something that i picked up on the, this fight though that i thought was quite impressive from him i, I, I don't want this to be totally shitting on covington from my angle i want to give him a little bit of praise he's got very limited tools particularly striking wise and i do question then why some people are fans of him is is purely the politics i presume but he did some really good, interesting game planning thing. When they were in open space in the middle of the cage, he used this left high kick to start pushing Masvidal back. Then he'd either blitz and throw another left or throw a left high kick to push him against the fence. And then he'd blitz into a takedown. He knew when he was in a certain space, throw the left high kick, it's going to start him getting moving back, and then I can move forward to start towards the takedown on the fence. And I was really... I've got to give him a bit of praise for that, for sure. Uh, I mean, Joe, I didn't think uh, Colby's striking was bad at all here in this fight. In, in the fourth oh. round... Fuck in the fourth, Joe. In the fourth round, it didn't actually end up going to the mat. Uh, they were trading. Colby did get did get dropped by Masvidal, but overall, I still gave him that round. <sighs> yeah, he outstruck Masvidal with the threat of his pressure wrestling. Was that the, the round where? Was that the round where Masvidal literally, literally just let him punch him in the head for a couple of bit? I mean, he was he was zero for four on his takedowns in that. In that round, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not particularly excited to watch him fight again, unless it's against an actual contender. I don't want to see him versus versus Dustin Poirier, and also the post-fight call out talking about his kids. You know, I, I, I really hate it, man. Like, I hate that sort of thing. Like, I don't want to be, like, the honourable man of, like, oh, I'm above that sort of thing and whatever. But, you know, people, some people say some shit and they don't really mean it and they can take it back. And I've been guilty of that in my life. Of course I have. But I really hate that gimmick from Covington, personally. And I just find it... It turns me off. I don't want to watch it. You're not going to find any uh, any rebuttal on that here. But I, I, I like... The guy The guy can fight. The guy is at the top of the division. He's, he should be fighting... It wasn't any anytime soon, but there's a lot of great matchups for him, um, and I'll be trying to see. I would like to see, yeah, perhaps the winner of Bilal and um, and Luke. I can think mm. of lots of good matchups for Luke. 
I would like to see Luque versus Masvidal actually for the matter of, for the matter of mm. things. Jorge is really deserving of that if Luque beats if Luque beats um, Bilal. If Luque loses to Bilal, he, f- he fights Masvidal. If he beats Bilal, he fights Colby. How about that? I, th- I think Masvidal is... He's at the point now. He's signed this big contract with the UFC. They obviously don't want him to go away with the whatever remaining star power he has to go then box or go to wherever. They want him to ride out the rest of his career in the UFC. This guy's got three fights left, I think, in this in his career. You know, he's going to be 38 this year. There's if he fought McGregor later this year, yeah, I'd watch it. If he fought Nate Diaz again, yeah, I'd watch it. I think that's what we're looking at for Jorge Masvidal. Meme fights. Sure, sure. I guess when I was thinking about potential matchups for him, I was looking at you know other other strikers really. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at easy pay per view fights for him. Jeff Neal, co-main. Jeff Neal, he ain't getting that Masvidal fight no, at all. Not, That's not, never happening. No. Never happening. So let's move just, on, Joe. You're depressing me. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's move on. Co-main event: uh, Rafael dos Anjos uh, beating Hanato Moicano. What round should this have been stopped in? As predicted here on Hold On, I'm talking, brother. Decision should not have been stopped. How was that a decision? How was that decision? <laughs> So that look, is my, criminal. My take here, uh, for the listeners who don't know, it was a pretty one-sided beatdown uh, in which Moicano got to show show his heart. <laughs> um, Go out on your shield, brother. All that sort it, of thing. This so, is this is t- a terrible circumstance for Moicano, by the way. He's fighting first off RDA, who is a brilliant fighter, uh, on four days' notice after a fifteen-hour flight. I think it was over five. Uh, terrible. As well. Five rounds. Terrible setup yeah. for him. This should have been stopped in the third. In the third, okay. So I actually found that commentary a, a little bit, a little bit premature. Really? Yep, I found that premature. That the third was a ten-eight. It was a ten-eight, and it was uh, it was concerning. What? It was. Hold on. How is it premature and then also a ten-eight? I think you can lose a ten-eight and still be a live fighter. Not like that, bro. Like some of those shots at the end where he was like. Dos Anjos was above him just fucking raining shots and his head was banging against the canvas. Like, look, look, look. I understand that... I understand what the corners say where they're like, we don't want... We know this person and I don't want to take away his potential to succeed. They're, they're, that's how they look at it. But I have to ask the question here is, what is it going to take for someone to save a fighter and... In this example here, who should have been the grown-up in the room to stop so, that fight? Uh, so I, I have very clear feelings on this. Uh, in, but in the, in the third, just, just to finish my point there, I, I don't think it no, actually uh, caused egregious damage to Moicano at that point, unless I'm mistaken. Like, where he opened him, where he opened him up, that was in the, in the fourth. It was, no, it was the high kick... Which rocked him and wobbled him, and he his feet had gone, and then did. RDA was was, was laying uh, on the ground and pound with elbows, and then shot standing did, above him. But did he did he open him up there? Was he leaking? I think I don't think it, the bleeding. I think that yeah, he had he, he 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 opened him up in that round. Hmm. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering it then. The fourth for me that was clear. <laughs> that was End the fight. My, my my point was, uh, but I think they handled it perfectly well between the the ref and the medic 
and I, I, I agreed with the praise that they received. To me, it's it's the it's the job of the corner to retire their fighter. Yeah, absolutely. I... Like it, it, there was not a moment in the fight for me where the ref could stop it. I I say at the end of the third, potentially you... where. It... Goddard could have stopped the fight then and been but like, you know what, actually, you've had enough. You're talking about during the round or, or after the round, just being like, look, mate. After the know, round. I know you want to be a after, fighter, but... <laughs> no, after the I, round, no. being like, listen, mate, he got up and he was wobbling and he could barely walk. Call the no. fight off. Be, uh, the grown uh, up in, be the grown-up in the room and end the fight. I'm not, I'm not with you, Joe. I'm not with you. Wow. Like, he, he, God, he we was... are really against each other today. Yeah, it, it does seem to be the case. I mean, yeah. The, cor- the corner should end the fight. There's no doubt about it. After that third round, this bloke took 10 minutes more damage. And at the end of this guy's career... He won the fifth round. Hold on. Hold on. He did not win the fifth he round. Won the, I gave him the fifth round. I gave him the fifth round, Joe. He was, he you was, just love big money Moicano. That's all it is. <laughs> like, listen, Moicano has joined the Hold On I'm Talking Brother boys list it's along that, with Joaquin God. Buckley, Joaquin Buckley, uh, Derek Lewis... Who yes. else is on our boy list? Uh, Guys who are great who will never be champion. Um, <laughs> who else do we love? Uh, fucking whoever. But anyway, Calvin Cater. We love we love Calvin Cater on this pod. Listen, I'm sorry, man, but like the corner should have stopped the fight. Mark Goddard should have stopped the fight. There was the doctor should have stopped the fucking fight at the end of the fourth. No, but he could this... see. He could see. Like he oh, did his job. Bro. Like, come on, what's going on here, Joe? This is not like... His eye... His eye, he was in a bad way, 100%. The, the doctor should be called in to take a look. He came in, he took a look, he did the exam, and he could see. Like, the, the doctor only thing... was feeling awkward. You could see, he was whispering, like, look, you know, I know we want to stop this fight, but he can see, he's okay to continue. Goddard he continued. Did, the, the, best, the best thing Goddard did, by the way, was at the beginning of the fifth where he said, I'm giving you 30 seconds, yep. you better sort this out. Yeah, you've got to show that. me something. And then and he went and great. and then he went and won the round, Joe. He didn't win the round, bro. He didn't My card needs okay. big checks, big money. Wow. I just worry. I just worry that corner. If they really cared about this guy and they know that they want him to succeed and whatnot, they should. There are fighters who have lived to the end of their careers that have gotten to their late thirties, into their forties, who have taken damage, who the money hasn't been there, and they're still taking these fights. Joe, and Joe, they shouldn't Joe, be because Joe, they took Joe, and, they, and the reason Joe, why they can't united. compete is because they took damage. No, no, we're united here. We're united. The, com- the uh, you, we did have, have some translations for the um, for the advice he was getting advice between rounds, and it was basically like you know trampling on his manhood and calling him a bitch and telling him he needs to start like start winning. That was it. I I will always remember when uh, was it Nate Quarry versus Kelvin Gastelum. Where at the end of the second round, Quarry was slumped on his on his stool, and Trevor Whitman said to him, "Can you go? Like, I need to know, like, what what you can do." And Quarry was just like heavy breathing. He was just like, and he had a real moment of opening up, and he was just like, "No." And Whitman turns to the, he's like, "It's over." That's, I'm that's thinking about Anthony Pettis when he broke his hand against Tony Ferguson, and Duke Rufus, who was a great kickboxer, kickboxing champion broke his hand in a fight and kept going in his career and he knew what Pettis was in and he took him out of the fight. These guys, a lot of these guys have been professional fighters, not to the level of Moicano in terms of fame or whatever, success, the standing that he's been in and they should look at this guy and think, it ain't worth it, bro. You're not going to be able to fight for another year now because of this and you're 
your potential earning has gone down. Look, hold on, I'm talking with brother. It's unanimous. Coaching team, you've let your fighter down there. Need to, yeah. to, to have a look at yourselves. Apologise to him. Definitely retract any purse you're looking for from this fight because you've not protected him. Mark yeah. Goddard, you've done the job, as far as I'm concerned. And He could have ended that in the third. I was watching that and I was saying stop the fight. That's what everybody was saying, Joe. But uh, I, I, my, my question mark here. I, you I just wanted like, the two points, didn't you? You fucking sicko. That's all you want. <laughs> you're, a, you're a vile bastard. <laughs> Next fight, Joe. No denial. Lovely. <laughs> Bryce Mitchell. Oh my word. Was I wrong about this fight? I tell you what. One of these fights where I'm actually happy to be wrong. Bryce Mitchell dominates Edson Barbosa. Because you hate Edson. What's you no, call no, me no, no. vile? You're happy about that? No, 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 no. Not watch. at all, not at all. Bryce Mitchell dominates Edson Barbosa. Uh, all three rounds won. Any 10-8s there for you? I, yes. I would say no. Pers- oh, really? But, Which one? Yes, both of them. Both the... Um, both third and, the second and the third? Second and third. It was a third. It was a 30-25. Jesus. Terrible. Oh, actually, sorry. I, uh, the... Second, I think I gave a 10 8. Sorry, my mistake. The second was close to a 10 7. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the third was, yeah, the third was a 10 8. Yeah. I it mean, was, you know, it was I, a total beatdown. Let's, um, can I just go, can I just break this down for you? A 15 minute fight. In a 15 minute fight, Bryce Mitchell had 11 minutes and 28 seconds of control. He smothered Barbosa. And you know what? He really impressed me in a couple things. First off, we'll talk about the wrestling. Controlled Barbosa, didn't let him get anywhere. Didn't Barbosa couldn't do anything. It wasn't a jiu-jitsu guy. It was just a straight wrestling. Head next to his head, controlling his position. Couldn't get himself into position to fire off, to get off. And when he did, couldn't really do much. And then the thing in the first round that really impressed me was the knockdown. Bryce Mitchell timed his right hand. Watch it back. He timed his right hand so that Barbosa was mid-step. So when he landed, Barbosa was actually on one foot. That's why he went down. Mitchell had managed to time it so that when he landed, Barbosa was on one foot and then he wouldn't have the balance to sort of carry, take the shot. Really, really impressive from Bryce Mitchell. Give him a top featherweight fight contender for me. That's what I want to see. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll hear no challenge from me uh, on that. Um, I guess, I mean, we've seen this before for Barbosa. Maybe you haven't given your prediction <laughs> before the fight. I didn't think Mitchell was that good of a wrestler. That's the thing that surprised me. It's more me like much. how bad is, is Barbosa at dealing with these guys? Did he look like, now look, we've seen a, a wrestler outclassing somebody in the main event. We've talked about Covington versus Masvidal. Masvidal was creating openings on the mat. He was an uh, active bottom, if you will. He was... Expl- <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, he was creating spaces. You know, he's creating scrambles. Colby was then winning most of those scrambles and getting the position back again. But Barbosa was doing none of that, Joe. He was sat yeah. there in guard, legs in the air, getting wailed on for eleven minutes. It was terrible. It was really. It was a real. And, and I've seen it too many times, Joe. It was. Like, I didn't. I didn't think it would. I, th- I thought that. that th- my logic was is that he's come down from lightweight down to featherweight and the guys that have really ragdolled him have been Kevin Lee and Khabib Nurmagomedov and my my logic was 
Well, Bryce Mitchell's no Khabib Nurmagomedov, and he's still not a Khabib Nurmagomedov. Let's but he is a Kevin and... Lee, is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I don't want to insult the man, but um, yeah, I, I, I was just super impressed. And it was the same thing with the Covington performance, which was use the submissions to attack, to then control position. Position was the most important thing with his grappling. I was so impressive, and it's really advanced sort of like thinking like a lot of fighters they just go for the submission they tack it and they sort of you see it so many times when the person takes the back has the choke in person gets on all fours uh, has their feet and hands down and the person slips off the top you, you see it so many times bryce mitchell was never ever going to have that happen to him he had such control over barbosa in this fight it was phenomenal absolutely phenomenal grappling from from uh, bryce mitchell um I, I want to know what his ceiling is. I want to know how high he can go in this yeah. division. He is supreme on the mat. Yeah. I still want to. I still want to. I still want to see his striking develop a bit. Even with the knockdown, I st- it still needs a bit of work. I mean, let's go through some of the stats here for Bryce Mitchell. I mean, significant strikes. Uh, out of two hundred and nine attempted strikes, he landed one hundred and eighty-two, of which thirty-four were significant. It's not that high to be honest it needs 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 some work but yeah i I would be i'd be interested to see him against a a top sort of fighter in the featherweight division should that fighter be a non-christian joe are you talking about the prayer that they had uh after the fight joe wow i mean uh then we might really get to see his his nasty side because uh yeah he was ha- he went a bit uh, televangelist preacher post fight? It was weird, wasn't it? Sol- soldier of God, weird intensity to him. I mm. think you match him up with one of the Dagestani bros, and we see what uh, uh, featherweight. There must be one, Joe. The- <laughs> they're coming. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's I don't know if I want to see that. Movsar Evloev. Oh. That's a good shout. That is a really good shout. Yep. I was thinking Calvin Cater. That's I mean, uh, that interesting stylistic. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't know. I like the thing is, I, I'm I'm not I'm not catching the same hype you are for for Bryce because it's just it was just so woeful from Edson, and I've seen it mm. before. I found it hard to watch. You know, talking about fights that should be stopped. I mean, if you're gonna stop, if you're gonna stop. That other fight that we just discussed, then, <laughs> which I've moved on from now, mm. then I, th- I think you've got to be looking at stopping this one. So, yeah, um, I'm maybe not aiming so high for Bryce off the back of that. Uh, because I, I just Edson was just, he's just not got it. He's just not there. Fair um, enough. So, Josh it. But it would be fun. There's a lot of matchups for him, right? I mean, he's he's still young in the division. You got you got Danny Gay. You got I don't know, Chikadze. How about this? Burgos, Brian Ortega. Oh, that is something I would leave out there a little bit. They're both both young guys, both specialists. I, I would leave that one out there. By the way, speaking of taking too much damage, uh, I think if Brian Ortega takes one more ass kicking like the Volkanovski or Holloway fights, I think you probably should retire. <laughs> like that was that was another thing I was thinking of when I was watching that Moicano fight. Was there were some guys that are a little bit on the edge for me with those sorts of beatings, and mm-hmm. Ortega is kind of one of them that creeps mm-hmm. into the back of my mind. Um, 
Kevin Holland versus Cowboy Oliveira. Should we uh, talk about this? Oliveira yeah. looked looked quite, looked quite solid to start off with. With can, was technical, was within himself. Not the Cowboy Oliveira I was expecting. Kevin Holland wasn't quite his Kevin Holland self. Uh, Oliveira was landing the cleaner shots, uh, harder as well. It was uh, yeah, very just sort of lean first round. And then the second round, Kevin Holland comes out, faints this sort of double left, uh, double jab with the left hand, moves Oliveira to duck away into an oncoming right hook, which uh, knocks him down, and then Holland finishes with some uh, lovely ground and pen, a nice, nice elbow. Um, yeah, just just swarmed, to, uh, swarmed him. It was it was kind of a little bit like, all right, enough of this, enough of this nonsense. This is you know, and I feel like you know, cowboy. If you put enough punishment on him in a short period of time, he's going to buckle. You know, he's been, he's been yeah. poor man's body is totally, totally broken, totally wrecked, yeah. and he he just can't stand up to that kind of punishment. So Holland got the win. Don't know how impressive it was, but I'm happy to see him. I'm happy to see him. Win. Good start to the division for him. Um, yeah, and it's it's a nice nice change to for that division. Again, another fresh name in there with some nice fresh matchups. A guy who, by the way, who's willing to, you know, put in a number of fights in a short space of time, who's going to be there competing as much as possible. I, this is this is good for the division. That's great. Yeah, We're, I think Kevin Holland is. Well, I, he's close to being a boy in the pod. Um, we love we love a bit of Kevin Holland. Yeah, without standing by what he may or may not say at some point. So. Oh, I don't That's care what? about that. I, I, I'm I'm all about the all right. cage. All right, Dana. All right. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, did he did he carry the same threat he did at midweight? Was he the same fighter from what we saw? Uh, I don't night? know. I don't know. It's been a little while since we've seen him. I mean, the guy had. So genuine, I don't, don't want to judge too much. Genuine knockout what? power at middleweight. Yeah. I so did, I did think his you... I think his shots looked a little a little lighter. I think also the fact that. Uh, well to wait they're a little bit quicker so maybe they'll be able to move out the way maybe it's just a case of finding your timing and rhythm against certain fighters uh, there was a fight that immediately jumped out to me for him at welterweight i don't know if it jumped out to you but jeff neal for me would be a good fight with holland it's a rematch they faced each other on the regional scenes uh holland beat him there uh, to me that makes a lot of sense ponds Oh, <laughs> oh! That was a guttural sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is good stuff, right there. Oh, I mean, God. this is the Ponsonibio. thing with that we can find some great matchups for him down there in that division. So, yeah, he Holland called out. Pretty, uh, pretty nice. he, he called out Cowboy Cerrone, and then he took it back and called out uh, Daniel Rodriguez. Oh yeah, which I think is it's a bit more appropriate, I think. But I, you... I think Ponsonibio or um, Jeff Neal for me. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, I'd, I'd take D Rod as well. Plenty, play of time for Kevin. Yes, indeed. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, if you're right. gonna fight, like, you got five times. Let's so we we can line them all up there. This year, we're talking about then Joe Ponzinibbio, Neil. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll chuck Cowboy in as well. Uh, yeah, and you still got another couple of fights. That's how active this man is. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Right, and then let's talk about the main card opener. Spiv it to me, baby. <laughs> Pull out and spiv all over my face. Sergey Spivak gets the win over Greg Hardy. The spiv, the spiv a boy joke. potentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, <this> is, <laughs> bro, 
He ragdolled a man who was 60 pounds heavier than him. Sometimes you're the hammer. That much? Some 60. Wow. Jeez, bro. He was 20 pounds heavier officially on the weigh-ins and Hardy cut about 30-odd pounds. So we're looking at maybe 50 to 60 pounds heavier. And he, do you know how he dominated Tom? With a fucking underhook. Dominic Cruz gets so much shit for bringing up underhooks. But let me tell you, bro, those underhooks mean everything to a guy like Spivak. And he exposed Hardy bad. Bad. What sometimes you you're a hammer, sometimes... The nail. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you're Greg Hardy. Yeah, hopefully as few times as possible. Um, yes. That was... It was embarrassing... It was. Uh, <laughs> it was a bad joke. Come on, that was really embarrassing. If you're Greg Hardy, it, you're you're cringing tonight. Yeah, he's uh, he's not very good on the ground, is he? Um, he is tied to Ivasa, but worse, Joe. And tied to Ivasa, oh. the tied to Ivasa that I wanted cut, I wanted chucked out of the UFC when he lost to Spivak. I think we're at the same stage now for for Greg Hardy. Get him out. I think. I think Greg Hardy, the UFC's just not for him. It's. It's pretty clear where he should go, which is bare knuckle. He's got some pretty quick hands. He's a bit of an athlete, you know, in the NFL. Of course he was an athlete. But, you know, he's more of a name for that, I think. I, I don't want to see him stinking up main cards anymore. And when Spivak just revealed the levels of difference between him on the ground to Hardy. And it was like, Hardy was like, he didn't even have like rudimentary ground game. To stop Spivak, to even like stall him. I mean, like he just tried to get up, and then Spivak was just like throwing him around. Like I think I had it here. Holy shit! Like throwing an elephant is what exactly <laughs> my exact phrase. Yeah, I mean, he hip tossed him, hip tossed him, and nearly broke the octagon. Um, yeah. The only only quite a question I had for you here. Um, the shots that Spivak landed on the ground were uh, a bit a bit gentle. For, for heavyweight yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what had happened to Hardy was he out Is, like, I don't know it was a bit weird I don't know it? it was weird the referees or not the referee the doctor's checking on him and then he sort of like like reanimates jumped yeah like, just remembers yeah, the just like, iron where am I iron on. yeah it was yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a strange moment I actually thought to be honest I thought it might have been an early stoppage until I saw that weird whatever was going on there uh, maybe he mm. was out maybe I, I just missed that but it, yeah. it did, yeah, I, did I, I, I don't none of that for it was you weird. early stoppage uh no i i would say just about the right time um i thought that was fine to stop it then although you know i'm not always a not necessarily averse to seeing greg hardy get an extra couple shots in on him but yeah i don't there's something about hardy as well i just don't like his energy it's very no. cringe. It reminds me yeah, of Luke Rockhold. Like, he's just so cringe. Yeah. You know. And um, he entered the UFC very much like a sullen dog, obviously, with his past and knowing the hatred that people have for him. And, yeah. Uh, I kind of, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as saying I felt bad for him at that point. But I, was, I, was, I wanted to see how he would develop, let's say. You yeah. know, once he signed, all right, so we, so we give him a chance. But then, like, that weight, of his past seems to have kind of lifted off him a bit now and now he feels a bit established and a bit comfortable you can see he's actually just a bit of a cunt <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. You know. yeah exactly yeah he's a wanker like he's someone that like just really just says horrible things without really 
like caring about got some anyone and just, 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 just he's, yeah definitely a narcissist I mean the guy was in the NFL he's paid a shitload of money was pampered for most of his career goes into fighting because you know oh there's some NFL guys that have gone into fighting I'm a good athlete this could work for me he's just not a fighter there's there's some guys that are just fighters and he's just not one he's just an athlete is a bit of a wanker who was told that he was amazing for so many years of his life and he's developed this slightly bizarre personality that apparently sorry joe Uh, apparently that was the last fight of his contract Um, good do you think we'll see him again uh actually i think we i think we will i think (laughs) i think heavyweight is barren (laughs) yeah it's um it's a pretty it's a sahara desert of talent isn't it like joe if it can launch another spiv Spiv yeah, missiles coming it, in, you know, like this is the thing. You can use uh you can use yeah. Hardy to build up other guys. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't what, invested what, in the Spiv before you know now now I'm on the train. The Spiv man. You know. Spiv deep inside of me. I can't wait to see the, the next Spiv fight. Like this is who do you want next for the Spiv? Uh I was I was trying to think of an appropriate uh fighter. Is there How anyone... many times can he fight Marcin Tibora? <laughs> I <laughs> So I've I had to cross out typo. I don't know if you could see. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I thought Dorcas, maybe maybe Dorcas, yeah, yeah, Dorcas. But yeah. Dorcas has gone and signed himself to fight Curtis Blaze, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've just seen this. Oh my days, Chris, what are you doing, brother? Yeah, that's a, oh, that's fair a, play. That's a misstep. You're getting smoked there. <laughs> yeah, not uh, I. Yeah, I don't know. Not not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah, he's past he's past the Arlovsky sort of hurdle, isn't he? And it's Yeah, he he's So if we are gonna follow the trajectory of Tulasa and play it out the same for the Spiff, then you're looking at um some some Jabron, Parker Porter, one of those you know <laughs> Walt of, Harris. Yeah. Someone By like By the way, that. actually can you can you legitimately cut Greg Hardy if Walt Harris is still in the UFC? Seven and eight in the UFC for Walt Harris. Thirteen and ten overall. Mm. That is a fucking disgusting record. I'm trying to see if there's any. There's a uh, Alexander Romanov four and zero oh in the UFC. Maybe he's a up and comer potentially. I don't know. Anyway, uh, who cares? This fight should not have been on the main card. By the way, can we confirm that? No, I, I know. Uh, I know you had a few fights that you liked down there in the prelims. You want to tell us about them a little bit? I do indeed. Can I give you my fight of the night? Do it. Marina Rodriguez versus Yan Zhaonan. This was a ripper. Really good, like, sparky women's strawweight fight. Number one contender's fight for me. Rodriguez comes out with the win. It was a close, close fight. Um, I had it Rodriguez two rounds to one. First round, Zhaonan showed a lot of changes from her Carla Esparza fight. As Zhaonan is a potential title contender for the future. Um... You know, this could have easily gone her way. But I had it for Rodriguez. I think Rodriguez uh, adapted really well. And these two, at times, sat in the pocket and brawled with each other. And it was fucking sick. This is the sort of fight you put on the main card. You ha- you open this with uh, Holland versus Oliveira. And then you put the these two on. They have their... And the pace was ridiculous for this fight as well. Uh, high pace the whole time. Pressuring each other. Zhao did... Um, it was, it was a. It turned into a classic matador bull thing of like Zhao Nan being the matador and Rod- Rodriguez being the bull, 
And at times Rodriguez was missing and Xiaonan was moving out of the way and landing her counters. But eventually Rodriguez got the timing and in the third round really sort of put it on her and was unloading combinations, sometimes a four or five shot combination. I think Rodriguez has got real title potential and I think would be a much more interesting matchup for Rose than Carlo Esparza. But Carlo Esparza deserves the title shot. Well, I, th- I think Dana said this was for the number one contender. I think he did. Say did he? In that, yeah, he did in the post-fight press conference, yeah. Well, you know what? Rodriguez would be a great shout for the title shot and I think could cause Rose a lot of problems. She's on a four-fight win streak now. Um, having been slightly a bit of a dark horse in the division, no one really sort of took her too seriously until she knocked out Hebas. Um, but she's had good wins now of dominant wins over Waterson. Uh, who was the other woman that she beat as well? I can't remember off the top of my head. But now also Zhao Nan. Zhao Nan's kind of the... Oh, Mackenzie Dern. Mm. She also dominated. Zhao Nan is the, the best win, though, for sure. And uh, I think Rodriguez for a title shot. Yeah, sounds like we'll be seeing more of her. Jalen Turner versus uh, <laughs> Jamie Malarkey. Rest in peace, brother. Oh, boy. Did you see? Uh, did you see any of this fight? You saw the finish of this. I saw the finish. That's right, Joe. Bro, T- Jalen Turner is smooth. Uh, he has got some slick striking. Jamie Malarkey, by the way, no scrub. I mean, he's had some some losses in the UFC, but he won recently. He had a nice. Uh, I think he knocked out his last opponent, who was oh God. What was the guy's name? I forgot the name of it. But he fought not that long ago and and won. Devontae Smith. Um, that was it. And, um, and he knocked out Karma Worthy before that. Karma Worthy, that was the other one I was mm-hmm. thinking of. Um, so, again, impressive win for Jalen Turner. Uh, I think this guy's got some potential. I don't want to rush him up the lightweight rankings, but there are some, some guys he could potentially face um, along the lines that I'd be quite interested in seeing. Maybe a... Go on. Well, no, I was just going to say that's four in a row for him now. Um, came into the UFC and lost to... Vincent got matched up with Vicente Luque on his debut. That's, uh, Not that's a rough start. one. <laughs> that's, Promptly that's a rough one. went down to lightweight after that. I think he was a short notice one for that Luque fight, wasn't he? It was just like, we need a sacrificial lamb. So in you go, son, so Luque can get a highlight. Um, yeah, impressive performance. Uh, what was the other standouts from here? Oh, Marina Moros of the Ukraine defeating Maria Agapova, the grudge match. Uh, which was quite interesting because went into round two and Morose was just dominating a gap of her on the ground and then they cut to Dean Thomas giving his uh, commentary and insight who used to work at American Top Team with these two ladies and he said yeah this is exactly what practice looked like as well so uh, yeah it looks like a gap of a needs to uh, change a lot of things uh, uh, really but Morose good performance uh, moves on in the uh, flyweight division uh, but the biggest name or clear name would maybe Umar Nurmagomedov defeating Brian Kelleher with a rear naked choke. Odd moment where Kelleher was backing up Nurmagomedov and went for a takedown. Like, what are you doing? The bro- bloke's name is Nurmagomedov. You do not take this guy down. Uh, Nurmagomedov demonstrating some of his kicking range, but not much. Uh, his hands clearly need a lot of work, but on the ground, like every Nurmagomedov, is a uh, incredible grappler and um, moves on I think this fight was uh, fought at featherweight but they're both bantamweights uh, Nurmagomedov can fight some unknown bantamweight, build up his reputation for a bit before moving on to some ranked opponents in my opinion 
Maybe uh, Howley and Piver might be a good one for him. That could be a, could be a good fight for uh, Nurmagomedov. Uh, that's it, I think, in terms of um, UFC 272. Overall, pretty good card um, with some interesting tidbits. Uh, anything else that you wanted to mention just quickly before we move on? No, not really, Joe. Uh, just a, maybe a brief shout-out to Ludovic Klein, who... who oh, yes. Devontae Smith. Um, yeah, that was just... Uh, took the fight on short notice. Uh, coming off two losses himself now, having made his debut in 2020. Klein. Oh, but... Sorry. Yeah, well, well, was there any, any big standouts from this fight for you? Um, mm, he's got a very nice jab. As, uh, okay. as Klein. A lot of nice forward pressure as well. 18-4 and four now. Um, you know, he's very new and fresh in the UFC. And I, th- I think we might see a little bit more of him. I'm not going to say any more than that. Um, okay. We're, we're not looking... It's not like when you see Armin Saruki and you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy is incredible. We're looking at a solid fighter who could maybe put on some good performances. Uh, yeah. And, you know, a young guy, a, a, a Slovak... Um, just 27 and mm. you know with a pretty good record now so nice to see him get that win under his belt and as I say this is a man who took the fight I think uh, about a week's notice had to fly from from Europe you know uh, so a bit of a risk for him it would have been a third mm. loss in a row in the UFC so I, I hope he I hope he gets um, a bit of a break now in his next fight good for him and then also the first fight of the night you watched as well uh, can you tell us anything about that anything stand out no no. We're not even going to say the fight. That's how bad no, it is. No, I mean, Dustin Jacoby overcame uh, Michal Oleksiechuk. Um, mm. Yeah, J- Jacoby actually, I think, is carrying a couple of injuries, known as a bit of a kickboxer, really. Jacoby, but not able to get off any of his kicking game. Did say post fight mm. that he was carrying injuries going in. Managed to get the win, so good for him. That does actually put him on a bit of a streak now, Dustin Jacoby. Uh, quietly, oh, really? yeah, he's quietly been amassing a few wins. I think that is. Um, let me see, Joe. That's uh, that's six in a row. Six, six in a row. Yes, at two oh five. At two oh five. Yeah, including <sighs> well, well, uh, Darren Stewart, who he TKO'd. Um, he had a split decision draw with Yon Kutalaba. Beat oh, Jamal. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that fight. Yeah. Every Eon Kutilaba fight is something to tune in for. Okay, fair enough. But this was not. Okay, yeah, a, he's on a good run. Good run. Not a huge, huge uh, performance from here. Great for him that he's able to do the job despite carrying those injuries. And I expect we'll see him matched up with a ranked opponent next. Are we? Are we, are we getting the, the whiff of Nikita Krilov? Are we get. Are we getting that? So can you get over that hurdle of Krilov? That's that's the where we're looking, Joe. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Should we talk about the, the news briefly? I mean, if there's anything particular that you want to bring up. Uh, can I just run through some news items uh, throw at you? Please. Nate Diaz about to sign a new contract, apparently. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how interested are we? I'm going to go... Three. Yeah. Trilogy Ricardo, maybe. Three. Oh, but then I can't really take it either. I, I mean, I can't really take all of that faux mm. hype about it. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm, I'm revising it, Joe. I'm, I'm going. I'm going down to one. I've actually no, it's turned me off more. Yeah. <laughs> the thought of watching Connor another so... stupid fight for Connor. No, one, one. It's a bad thing. Burns versus Chimaev announced as a potential number one contender. Joe, fight. that's a ten. Oh, bro, that is a great fight. Great matchmaking. 
Right. I fight. just credit to Burns. I love uh, credit to Burns, by the way, for taking that fight because a lot of he's Chimaev is ranked eleven, and a lot of guys in that welterweight division will not face this guy. Burns sees the opportunity. I can take this guy's hype, and Burns on the ground, jujitsu world champion in the gi. That is how good he is. Yeah. Um, Burns is not to be messed with. But if Chimaev smokes him, whoo boy! Fire so, up that train, brother. I mean, if if Chimaev beats Burns. It's a title shot, isn't it? I think if he beats him comprehensively. Okay. My he, question would a, be... If it's, a dis, if it's a decision, I would say the Covington match. Okay. Because... No argument. Usman's already, Usman's already announced, kind of, or in his mind, what his year will be like. Did you see this? No, no. Tell me. Very interested. Uh, Leon Edwards. Wow. In June. That's, conf- that is, that, that's not confirmed. That's just what he That's he not confirmed, but he's saying, he's saying, I'm looking at Leon Edwards for International Fight Week, which is June or July. And then he said, uh, in September, Mexican Independence Day, I will face Canelo Alvarez. Uh, which is... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. A man who literally learnt the jab last year is going <laughs> to face Canelo Alvarez in boxing. <laughs> Whatever you say, brother, whatever you say. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov entered into the Hall of Fame. We briefly spoke about this before we started recording, but very rare for a modern fighter to be inducting the Hall of Fame. But this is one of the few justifiable cases, I think. Undefeated, the lightweight goat. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty set in stone, isn't it? That he's one of the all-time greats and that yeah. he needs to be recognised as such. Nothing to say, enough to add. Congratulations, Khabib. Um... Uh, should we do the preview of uh, the next fight night? I oh, will have a quick look ahead. Yeah, this is—is is it next okay. Saturday, Joe? Next Saturday. I'm going to run through this card very quickly at you. I'm going to go from uh, what is bout number nine up to bout 15, fourteen. Okay, so this should be the the main card. Mm-hmm. These six fights. Okay, middleweight. Bruno Silva faces Alex Pereja, the guy who knocked out Adesanya, of course, in kickboxing. Uh, we've got that. Uh, how, give, give me a name. Pick a name. To win that fight? To win that fight. Uh, I'll go I'll, I'll go with Pereja. He had definitely some holes in his game on his debut, but hopefully <laughs> he's patched them up <laughs> frantically. To I, remember, I, I remember Jack Slack talking about that fight where he was watching it and he was like, I wonder if uh, Pereja's the sort of fighter that just throws a switch knee out of nowhere and just wins the fight. And then he did exactly that and <laughs> knocked out uh, whoever that jabroni was and won the fight. He's like, oh yeah, he is. Uh, Drew Dober... Facing Terence McKinney. Terence McKinney stepping in on uh, seven days' notice for this fight. Uh, what what are we feeling? What are we feeling on our loins for this? Dober. Dober for me as well. Khalil Roundtree versus Carl Robeson. Uh, uh, Roundtree? I, I'd kind of like to see Robeson win just because of that um, that vicious teep that, uh, that he broke the Lithuanian fella's leg with. You. That, was, that, was, that was Roundtree who did that. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I'm saying I'd like Roberson to to win because I did not. I did oh not right, right. That. I didn't enjoy that. Joe. That was <laughs> that poor. That poor. He got cut after that as well. Did he? He's he's oh, cut, cut and and in a wheelchair. Poor bloke. Yeah. Uh, Alex Caceres was to Sadiq Yusuf. Always nice to see Sadiq. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're both going to go with Yusuf for that one. Yes. Now here we go. Co-main event. You don't know anything about this card, do you? No. Co-main event, Magic Marlon Marais is back against Song Yadong at the Bantamweight division. Wow. Is Marais still ranked? 
I believe so. And Song? I think he's... I believe so. I think Song might be just outside of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marais has desperately needed some kind of something to stop the rot. You're not going to find it in Banterweight. I think Song Yudong is, is as close as you're going to get. Not that he's a gimmick. It's Marais. not what I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. So you're saying you're picking Marais? I'm saying that uh, Marlon has gone through one of the worst runs I've seen in the history of the sport. Oh, uh, Jesus. In terms of what, like... Sam, Sam Alvey, Levy Bennett, or... Uh... No, I'm saying like how far he's fallen. You know, him and right. Tony Ferguson together have both gone from oh, being like, wow, what about Marlon? I was picking Marlon for, for everything, Joe. I, I thought he was going to be reigning the division. He looked great. Mm. Um, I don't know how many undefeated it was, but it was I think it was double figures, unless I'm unless I'm mistaken. Mm. And then he's lost s- several fights in a let, row. Let me let me let me run through. So he had a loss against uh, Cejudo for the title. Then he beat Jose Aldo in a very close split decision. Then he was supposed to face Piotr Jan, but that got cancelled, thankfully for uh, Marais. Then he lost to Sandhagen, Rob Font, and then Marab Devashvili. The Devashvili one was a smashed him basically and that was six months ago I don't know if that's enough time for him to recover and I feel like Song Yudong might get the win with this one um, main event Tiago Santos versus Magomed Ankalaev oh boy wow. are we going to get the old Tiago Santos are we going to get the guy who's going to go swanging and banging I, th- I think so I think so and I, you think, th- I think Ankalaev will draw that out of him because he's got no choice yeah, he has to come for Ankalaev draws this out of everyone. Ankalaev, by the way, future title contender. Like, he is so good. Goes in. So, so good. Goes in for sure as the favourite in this fight. Um, I, yeah, I, I really hope it's not a case of him picking off a lethargic Thiago Santos. Yeah, I, th- I, hope, I hope this is some version of Santos that we've seen before. Mm. Which, Which we haven't seen this is, since... Since the damage. Since, since the no, Jones since, fight? Yeah, since when he blew both his knees, yeah. When when you think about that sometimes, like, the fact that he fought that fight with no knees is insane, isn't it? Totally. And that, he, uh, and that one of the judges gave it to him. One of the all-time great losing performances, I think. Just, And he was throwing wild shit in that fight. Great, great performance. Great fighter to watch when at his best. But that last win over Johnny Walker was lethargic for both of them, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, really. Uh, is there any other new stuff we wanted to bring up? I, d- I don't know. Do we want to talk about Cain Velasquez? Well, well, we can if you want, Joe. Yep. Not particularly. I, th- I find it such a horrendous story. But I guess maybe we should now that I've brought it up. Uh, yeah, Cain Velasquez was uh, arrested last week for... Um, uh, what was it? It was a high-speed chase and then attempted murder of a man who has committed uh, sexual assault or child... I don't, I don't know what the correct terminology was, but we'll go with, I guess, sexual assault of a, of a minor who was a relative of Cain Velasquez. Uh, it came out that this person had abused this child about a hundred times. I've been accused of uh, that, yeah, by, by, the, by I think, Cain's daughter, if I'm... I understand. Oh correctly. no! Yeah, that's how close to home it is. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, oh. Okay. Th- this this somewhat changes my perception of this now that I've heard right. this because I d- listen. I'm not a parent. Uh, I don't know. I cannot relate to those feelings at all. I cannot do it. My my first thought was 
when I saw this is that this guy who was going to be convicted by the sounds of it is going to go to prison and that I don't know how much there is much need for him to, to do this but obviously he chose to do it and then my main thing was that Cain Velasquez is going to go to prison for 20 years and then how is that going to affect his children that their father went to prison for 20 years Joe this is America <laughs> I think you're you're thinking this is taking place in the in the same world in, in, in America you can uh, you can execute people and, and walk free if public opinion is on your side um, really? I think I've, I, did you see that case where um, somebody had been abducted by their like uh, judo coach a boy and right. um, this was I think in the 90s now abducted mm. and sexually abused by their judo coach the, they had been kind of brought back into state and the mm. coach had been arrested and when they were like uh, taking him through the airport um he was being filmed as he's coming through the airport. This coach has just been arrested. Somebody's hunched over by a payphone, turns around and, and shoots him in the head. <laughs> shoots him in the head. It was the boy's father. It was caught on live yeah. TV camera. You, you must have seen this. No, no, I've never seen this. Oh, well, I'll, I'll send you a link. So okay. executed on camera, dead instantly before he hits the floor. Uh, I don't think the guy served any time. Really? I, I Really? I... I th- I, I think Kane is going to serve some time, though, isn't he, for this? Like, even if it's just for the high speeds. Not chase. if the UFC fighters have got anything to do with it, Joe, because they are pretty much unanimous. Uh, I'll give you a couple of quotes here. You try to name the fighter. If you aren't going to free <laughs> Kane, at least arrest this guy and lock him up in the same jail cell as him. This is from a uh, guy who does some promo work for the UFC. He does a lot of interviews with Felder. Chiesa? Yes, that's from Chiesa. Michael Chiesa! <laughs> including a picture of the uh, guy in question. By the way, when I saw the mugshot of Kane, like, he just did not look bothered at all. He was just like, that was worth it. But by, by the way, the person that he shot wasn't the child molester, it was the stepfather of the child molester who has now been shot. Yeah, I, I think there were a few people in the car and Kane was firing a bit indiscriminately. Um, uh, can I? Yeah, go on. No, go on, Joe. I was going to read you a few more quotes. but No, no, no. Give, give me the few more quotes and then I'll say what I'll say. Wanted to say afterwards. Cain Velasquez is in trouble for shooting someone who molested his child. I stand with him on that. But I wonder if she should have shot him or beat him close to death. What would be worse in the eyes of the law? <laughs> <laughs> that is from the poster boy. What, Jimmy Manawa? Jimmy Manawa chiming in. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me give you um let Shout me give you one one last one one last one on. um <laughs> sorry i shouldn't laugh kane opens fire to a racist good choice champ that is from our uh, favorite ecuadorian in the ufc oh what, Chito Vera. <laughs> joe i got one more i got one oh, more and go. i'm gonna give you no clues as to who this is uh, should I get it straight away? I feel like you will. Is it Joaquin Buckley? <laughs> <laughs> With a huge cut and a promo at the same time. It's not. <laughs> not Joaquin. All right, but I think, I, I, I want, I think you'll be on this. All right. If this is true, at Kane MMA is a fucking hero. Bottom fucking line. There is nothing I respect more than when I-Man does this. 911 
isn't the answer for this. I'll be the first one donating to a GoFundMe for his defence. Pedophiles need to die. They can only be... <laughs> they can only be fixed with fire. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, all right, I'm going to throw this out there. Tony Ferguson. <laughs> no, it's someone that you despise. Someone I despise? Yes. Who do I despise in the UFC? I, d- I, d- I don't know. Is it... Who do I despise? It's Sean Strickland, Joe. Oh, Sean Strickland. Come on, I think you should have got that. I should have got that. The, the only reason I despise Sean Strickland is that he says stuff like that and then he does pitter-patter jabs as he's moving away. So, you know... <laughs> That's my main beef with Sean Strickland. Right. Well, I didn't. I, don't, I wasn't expecting to end this on such a such a laugh, laughter-filled ending, but we did. Um, yes. Tom. Oh God, Joe. There's what? There's I've got, got one, one more. more. Sorry, I've got one more. All right, go on. Give I me one more. Want, I don't want to live in a country where you can't shoot someone who sexually <laughs> abused your child. <laughs> Hashtag free cane. <laughs> <laughs> that is a uh, now retired wrestler. Now retired wrestler who's quite uh, active on on Twitter. Oh, Henry Cejudo? It's not. Oh, retired wrestler. Yes, he's active on Twitter. He was retired by someone who fought on this card. Oh, in the main um, event. Oh, Tyron Woodley? No, it was Funky Ben. Oh fuck! <laughs> Can you imagine reading his Twitter and like all the stuff between like crypto and like not wanting to wear a seatbelt, and then he drops that 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 gem in there? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right. Well, God, I might haven't laughed like that in ages. Uh, right. Let's let's wrap this up for fuck's sake. We've gone over an hour. Um, Tom, congratulations! You are the champ. Get, get used to saying it, Joe. How many times is that? Nine, nine points out of ten. That is insane. I Thank thought you. my seven points this this week was good, but nine is unreal. But so then you picked Ed, Edson Barbosa against a wrestler, Joe. You, you, you deserve what you I, got. It could, we could have had a nine-all draw. That would have been insane. <laughs> very, very rare to have to Elite to have level. The predictions yeah. is correct. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for us to completely fuck it on the next card, though, which will be which looks like a banging card, but we'll get to that later. Listeners, thank you for joining us. Uh, that was our breakdown of UFC 272, as well as Vigilante Justice, as well at the end. Um, Tom, thank you for joining me uh, on this episode. Uh, it was a pleasure, Joe. Yes, always a pleasure, never a chore. And uh, listeners, for one last time, pull out and spiv all over my face. Thank you very much and good night. Good night. <laughs>